Welcome to Hot Mom Habits, the ultimate podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and wellness while doing all the things. I'm your host, Natalie Schwartz, certified health coach, postpartum fitness instructor, and mom of three. I'm here to help you establish healthy habits and maintain a balanced lifestyle, so let's get into it. Welcome back to Hot Mom Habits. I am so excited to sit down today with Kate Bowser, and we are chatting all things detoxing. In this episode, Kate breaks down what detoxing is and what it isn't. She also shares easy ways that we can naturally detox at home for optimal health. I have to admit, I was like, okay, detoxing scares me. Like it feels like restrictive or it feels like something that like fancy people do like as a mom at home, like running after a million kids, it's like not ideal. So she totally busts some myths for us, shares how we can support ourselves at home and some fun detoxing habits and some things that I didn't even realize that most of us are already doing. So get ready to get into this episode. Kate is a former scientist turned health coach. She is a complete doll. I loved having her on and she's a mom. So let's get into it. Hello, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm psyched to be here. Yeah. So I love this conversation because we are going to get into all things detoxing today. And I think that in myself included, like when I think about detoxing, sometimes I feel like there's like a negative connotation to it, or you immediately think, super restrictive, like I'm drinking lemon juice and cayenne pepper, you know, or like just juicing for like 25 days. So I love that you are sort of like this master of like detoxing, just regular life, simple strategies. So I wanted to share that with the audience today, because I think that especially as moms, it's like, we're thinking we don't have time to detox. Like we're chasing kids. We're doing all these things, you know, it's like one more thing to remember to do, but you have like such amazing strategies. So what is detoxing for those that may not know? Thanks so much for asking. I am totally with you. And I thought the same thing for the longest time that detoxes were things that celebrities did so that they could get cover of a magazine, right? Like yeah. follow my protocol or whatever. And in actuality, our bodies have six detox pathways that are naturally inherent in the body. And they're trying to do this all day long. So the problem with modern life is that those pathways have gotten so bogged down by the toxins that are just naturally found in our environment. And so when I talk detox, what I mean is really helping to support our body's natural detox pathways so that we can, you know, have better digestion and lose weight because there are some toxins, oftentimes toxins are stored in our fat cells to protect our organs. And so oftentimes when people are struggling with weight loss, it may be because they have an overabundance of toxins. So when I'm talking about detox, I really mean helping your body by supporting those six detox pathways. Okay. And what are those six? So I refer to them as the bulls. If that, if you want to think of it as an acronym, there are a lot of L's in there. (laughs) So your bowels. Um, And I also 
from the detox pathways into two different types of pathways. So I refer to them either as a transfer pathway, meaning this is your body's way of moving toxins from one organ or one body system to another. Okay. And then skin is an elimination pathway. And that's how your body gets the toxins out, right? So mm. that's the ultimate goal is you want to remove the toxins from your body. And so the first detox pathway is your bowels. And so that is an elimination pathway, as you yes. might imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess that, but okay. Um, but that is a, a huge, that is like one of our major elimination pathways that helps us remove toxins from our body. And that is fed by other systems within our body and some of the other pathways. The second is your urine, another okay. elimination pathway. So yes, we are peeing and pooping the toxins out of our bodies. That's good. Those are two of the big ways. Um, this third is your liver. Now this is probably the largest um, and or maybe the most well-known detox organ that we have mm -hmm. in our body. So our liver is filtering all of the blood in our body. And what's really fascinating to me about the liver is the liver is really, really smart. And it actually prioritizes which toxins or what to process first. Oh, so that's cool. You, yeah. So when you're putting a lot of toxins in your body, whether it's, you know, the toxins that we may think about, like alcohol or nicotine or over-the-counter drugs even count yeah. as toxins or the plastics and the forever chemicals that are in our environment or heavy metals from fish, like all of those things, our liver needs to um, filter. Yeah. It will recognize things like alcohol or heavy metals or some of these, you know, foreign substances as really, really dangerous. I need to process those first. And then the crazy thing is that it will actually then recognize, because your liver also processes things like cholesterol, and some of your hormones like estrogen. Okay. And so it recognizes cholesterol and estrogen as natural and naturally inherent in your body. And so it will prioritize the more dangerous ones and then it will actually recycle the cholesterol and the estrogen. It will like dump it back into your bloodstream. So sometimes when people have heart disease, it's actually a backed up liver because they're so toxic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And this is another reason why liver health is so important for women, because we really do not want an overabundance of estrogen cycling through our bodies. So yeah. the liver is really, really important to keep healthy. This is a transfer pathway. So it is, you know, filtering the blood and then taking those toxins and eventually they'll go out through the bowel system. Okay. The fourth transfer or the fourth um, pathway is your lymph. Your lymph is taking is moving fluid through your body. So out of your cells, over to your bloodstream, eventually out through the urine. So this is another transfer pathway. Um, I know that people say like, oh, lymphatic drainage is like so important and it's very like celebrity focused. And, mm -hmm. you know, like all the influencers are like, I'm doing my lymphatic drainage massage or I'm doing this for my lymphatic drainage system. So like, is that the same vibe? You're yeah. essentially yeah. stimulating that. So then that, that can detox out of your skin or. Yeah. The reason that they have to do that or everybody should be doing it <laughs> um, is because your lymph doesn't move on its own. Mm. So your lymph is stagnant. And so if you are a sedentary person, then ah. your lymph is going to build up and it's just kind of sit there and your toxins don't go anywhere. 
So that's why lymphatic drainage massages or dry brushing are very practical. That's what you're doing is you're helping to move the lymph. But honestly, just moving your body is a great way to move your lymph. And I know that you are a huge proponent of exercise. And so if you're following Natalie's program, (laughs) doing a lot of these detox things, but certainly you can do things like dry brush, lymphatic lymphatic massage are great ways to do that. And yeah, that fluid will go, you know, filter through your lymph nodes. And then um, eventually either you'll um, urinate it out. It'll go through your bloodstream and then be filtered that way, or you will sweat it out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the fifth, um, detox pathway are are your lungs. So we actually expel toxins through deep breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. So not only is deep breathing really great for stress reduction, but it's also great for removing toxins from our body. (sighs) Oh my God. Everything lately. I feel like, you know, like synchronicity or whatever. So much stuff that I'm hearing lately is about like breathing and breath work. And so Mm -hmm. this is just another wink from the universe that I probably need to start doing that. (laughs) Well, and it's also a great sign that people are doing a lot of these things already. Um, And these things are, we'll say trendy. I'm using that book. Um, for a reason, because they really do help us for so many things. Um, So it is great for people who are trying to multitask, you know, you can do some deep breathing for stress reduction, but you're also helping yourself detox, which is great. Yeah. Um, And then the last um, pathway is your skin. So your skin is your largest organ. And so when you're sweating, this is another great way that you can release toxins through your skin. So, um, you know, we can allow toxins in through our skin or out through our skin. So um, the skin is the last pathway. Okay. And so like, what are some like tangible things that people can do at home to detox? Like say you're not like having the time to go get a lymphatic drainage massage and like, you know, be your fanciest self. Like what can we do tonight? You know, whoever's listening to this podcast, what can they start doing at home that is going to help with detoxing? Yeah. Great question. And there are so many easy things that every single person can do. And again, if people are following your programs that you're already teaching them, then they're probably doing a lot of these already. But the first is drink lots of water. If you're drinking a lot of water, you will be urinating way of getting toxins out of your body. Okay. So literally I'm like, always have like five drinks going at one time when we go somewhere, my husband's like, let's just find the bathroom first. (laughs) Cause I'm always peeing. Oh my I'm God. literally sitting here with a bottle of water and some tea. So yeah, I like bring my beverages everywhere I go with me. So yeah. drink lots of water, add some lemon to it. Um, you know, that's just a great way to make it tasty for yourself, but, um, to drink lots of water, eat lots of fiber again, yeah. that's going to help your bowels because you want to be eliminating, um, those toxins through your bowels. And so you don't want them just sitting in there. So you want to make sure that you're drinking water and eating fiber, Um, practice deep breathing. And that could be some simple, um, either box breathing. So, you know, breathe in for five, hold for five, really breathe out for five, hold for five. That's a great one for stress reduction and deep breathing, or you can do some more forceful deep breathing. Um, if you, you know, want to look up some videos for a breath of fire, that's a great way, um, of forcefully getting toxins and getting some 
air out of your lungs, but that's a great way to detox. Okay. Um, if you have a dry brush, that it, yeah. that is an at-home <laughs> lymphatic massage. Yeah. So um, let's get, yeah. Like what's the girly, like more spa vibes that we can like start doing in our bathroom while we're locking our children and our spouse out. It's like yeah. five minutes alone in a dry brush. And that's like my a day at the spa. Dry brush is honestly a great, it does feel very luxurious. And you're, the, the great thing is that it's actually helping with your skin and your lymph at the same time, right? Okay. So um, if you're not familiar with dry brushing, I want you to think about um, if, so you want to get a stiff, um, dry, a, a body brush. Yeah. Just go on um, Amazon and type in dry brush. Yeah. Or go to Target, you know. Yeah. I do like one with natural bristles. You want them to be a little bit firm. And and just for my own, from my own experience, I had one that had a really long handle. I found that very inconvenient. So I now have one that has like a little knob handle. I just find it easier to hold and to maneuver with. But you want to use short strokes. And so you want to think about the lymph. Um, nodes at the tops of your legs, like at the crease of your legs and your torso. Okay. And then the lymph nodes under your arms. Okay. 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 So you want to be bringing the fluid toward those lymph nodes because okay. that's where your pathways are. Okay. So like if you're going to dry brush, you're starting at your ankle and dry and brushing straight up your leg, like towards your, where your children came out. Yes. However, I want you to actually start close to the top of your leg. So think about Uh, if you've ever had a tangle in your hair and you try to start all the way up at your scalp and try to get the tangle all the way through. You're just creating more and more tangles as your hair goes through your hair. It's better to start at the bottom and get those tangles out at the bottom and work Uh, your way Okay. Really backed up. If your lymph is really backed up, you want to loosen it up that's close to the lymph node so there's room for the lymph to come and Mm. get that lymph node makes sense yeah so you'll want to start with short strokes close to where your lymph nodes are but yes stroke up your leg like kind of all the way around and then i move down to my knee more short strokes up and then you'll work down to your ankle short strokes and then once i've completed one limb i do a one long stroke up all the way back up okay up to the crease of my leg. And are you doing this every day? Great question. No. Okay. <laughs> Which is great because what mom of littles has time to do this every day? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, I don't know if I could commit to that every day. No, two to three times a day. I'm sorry, two to three times a day. <laughs> you're not only doing yeah. it every day, you're doing it multiple times a day. <laughs> This practice is going to really change your life. Very practical for children of young, parents of young. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. Uh, so no, funny. but actually it's too aggressive and it's that would be way too much exfoliation on your skin. Okay, to do it good to know. So twice a week is um, a great thing to strive for. Okay. Um, and I'd like to, if I can be very mindful and very yeah. active, I like to time it before a time or I, yeah, I like to do my, I do my dry brushing on Saturdays because I love to go to hot yoga on Sundays. Mm. Hot yoga is a great way to sweat. Yes. And so, um, I like to do my dry brushing and, you know, get my lymph all loosened up and flowing and then the yeah. next day sweat it out. So okay. if you know that you'll be, you know, in a sauna, that's another great spa, like, um, yeah. 
spa-like activity that can get you sweating. Um, I like to time my dry brushing to my sweat sessions, but certainly do it when you have time. That's the most important thing. Just like exercise, like get it done whenever you can, you know, a few days apart. Okay. Okay. And ours, is there anything it's, seems to me that it doesn't seem so intimidating when you think about detoxing because the majority of those things I'm already doing, probably a lot of us who are listening are doing, and you don't even realize it, which is so funny. And I love that about wellness is it's like, because of like the media or what sells or clickbait you, we overcomplicate things or we like obsessively Google stuff. Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And it really is just sort of coming back to basics. And I love that sort of thing about wellness is that it truly is like just caring for yourself in the most basic way, like drinking water, eating fiber rich foods, moving your body, all of those things. Yeah, it really is. It really can be that simple. Um, and I think the sad thing for me is that I think so many people are turned off when they see the word detox because they think like yes. we were talking early on when really like what we've been talking about is nothing complicated. Um, no. And people are already doing a lot of them, which is at least makes me feel better. Yeah. And so what do would you say for people who are like following, is there, I guess what I want to say is, is there a place in time for like a juice cleanse or for fasting? Like, are those things good detox practices? Like are those healthy? Have those just been taken over by celebrities and pushed off on us as like things we, we should be doing? Like, what is your take on that? Yeah. I'm so glad you asked because actually there is, um, a bonus detox. I want it's not a pathway per se, but it is a natural process that's happening in our bodies naturally that also promotes detox. It's just not one of the pathways that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And that is the process of autophagy. So autophagy is your body's natural way of basically cleaning up all the junk. So okay. your body, our bodies are incredibly made and they yes. are miraculous machines. And they are constantly wanting to keep us healthy and heal themselves. And autophagy is one of the processes that they go through to do that. So this looks like, you know, our cells are constantly being scanned for damage to DNA. And that damaged DNA is removed from the cells or cells that have gotten old and damaged. They sometimes kill themselves. And then that is some of the cellular debris that goes into your lymph is Mm -hmm. that, that cellular debris. So autophagy is something that your body does naturally. Actually, it does it twice a month if you still have a cycle in preparation for possibly having a baby, right? So when you're (laughs) I do not not want to possibly prepare to have another baby. I feel like it gives me PTSD to even hear that. Okay. (laughs) So I know that mentally you don't want to, but your body just needs to make sure. So when you ovulate in the week before your period the hormones in your body are stimulating autophagy. And so those are times that if you're going to do some more in-depth detox protocols, um, you may have more detox symptoms because your Mm. body's naturally doing this already. Okay. I'm glad you said that. So, okay. Detox symptoms. I, are you, you'll get to that. Like, what is that? What can we expect with that? 
Yeah. So let's get into first how you can get your body into autophagy naturally. Okay. Um, because this is really phenomenal. Um, and that is through fasting. Okay. So fasting, I think, is another one of those trigger words that people, I think, immediately have a reaction to. Yeah. Rather, so like, like, oh my God, starvation. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fast because that means I'm depriving myself or I'm starving myself. When in actuality, unless you're someone who's getting up in the middle of the night to eat, mm-hmm. you're doing some sort of fasting already. The idea of fasting is really just going without food for a set amount of time. Mm-hmm. So if you finish dinner at 7 p.m. and you have breakfast at 9 a.m., you did a 14-hour fast. Yes. And that's, so, I even did a podcast on that where it's like, or a post on that, where it's like, that's like, that's a fasting window that you can easily start with is the nighttime one. Yeah. Every person on earth should probably be doing a 12 hour fast every day. The exceptions that I will always make with fasting are pregnant women, breastfeeding women yeah. should not be fasting for more than 12 hours. They might yeah. even go a little bit less than that because they need yeah. nutrients, but also yeah. because in that time of your life, you don't want to be getting into autophagy. You don't want to be promoting autophagy anymore either. Yes. And just for the record, I am not fasting. I am breastfeeding full on and not fasting. Um, just for anybody out there who's wondering. Yeah. So, and then anyone who's ever had a history of disordered eating, fasting, there are plenty of other healing modalities out there. Fasting Mm -hmm. is important, but it's not for everyone. So if this is triggering in that manner for you at all, just skip it. It's not the only way to be healthy, but for a lot of people, it is a really great way to get some really great benefits for a variety of reasons. And for men as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My husband Um, loves to do this and he can do like a 14 or 16 hour fast. And I'm like, oh my God, I am a hungry person. So good for you. Yeah. (laughs) I basically fell into fasting just because of, I wasn't really trying to do it. And then all of a sudden, just because of my lifestyle, it started happening and I started really liking the benefits of it, but an autophagy fast. So our bodies will get into autophagy after about 17 hours of fasting. Mm. And then that will go all the way up to, you know, you'll get those, I mean, you'll get those benefits for as long as you continue to fast, but there are actually five different types of fasts. So, um, you know, I think when I used to think intermittent fasting was all of the fasting was considered intermittent fasting. Yeah. There's actually five different types of fasts or lengths of fasts and different benefits that come with each one. Okay. Um, But autophagy fasting begins at 17 hours. So if you are looking to promote your body to release more of those toxins in your body, and some of them are in our fat cells. So if you're looking to release some of those toxins, you know, fasting for 17 to 24 hours, which would mean like one meal a day is a great way to do a more in-depth detox. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get some of the detox symptoms. Um, or if you're following a specific cleanse protocol, um, you may have some detox symptoms. And, and so what would detox symptoms be? I would say the most common detox symptom is headache. Okay. Um, sometimes you'll have your bowel habits change. So if you've been very regular, sometimes when you're starting some of these new protocols, you might actually get 
a little constipated and not have okay. regular bowel movements for a day or two, sometimes lethargy, and you might want to just take an extra nap. Um, and these are all signs that your body is starting to release toxins and doing the work. And so if okay. you just, like, I encourage people to continue drinking water, often adding a little bit of pink Himalayan salt to their water to make sure they're staying hydrated and that the okay. water is actually getting into their cells. Um, just stick with it. Give okay. it a couple days and the detox symptoms always will go away. Okay. And what about juicing? Is there like a benefit to juicing when it comes to detoxing or is that just like a cleanse or what is the difference there? I will say I'm not, I don't do a lot of juicing in my protocols. Um, I did just take a group through, you know, I just did, um, a round of my detox program. And the last part of it is a seven day cleanse where our, by cleanse, what we really did was just cut out all the junk. So we tons of vegetables, um, no processed anything, um, just really, really eating very clean. And we did actually cut back on our protein a little bit too, just Mm -hmm. because all of the foods we ate were detox supporting foods, because there are nutrients and vitamins and certain fruits and vegetables that help the enzymes in your liver do their job. So there's Mm -hmm. food that helps support detox as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but so during that time we didn't even, I didn't even have them juicing. Some people do like to juice. Um, in general, if people are going to juice, I just want people to be very mindful of how much sugar they're consuming without, Mm -hmm. without the fiber to go along with it. Yes. Yes. No, I, I hear that too. I mean, I preach that as well, because when you're just having the juice, it's like you're removing the fiber, you're removing the benefits of all of that in your digestive system for your body, for all the little functions to work properly. So I agree with that. And I like that you, something you touched on about how you took your, um, group coaching people through, a cleanse at the end that was eating. And it's a, yes, it's like you can cleanse your body and you can detox and you can lose weight through eating. It's just choosing the right types of foods. And I think that people often have the misconception that like detoxing or weight loss is super restrictive. Like it's like one piece of lettuce and like some water and you're like crying in the corner for the rest of the week, you know? So I love that. I love that your program includes a protocol where you're showing people how to eat really good nourishing food because you shouldn't be feeling like starved or stressed out during this process. It can be a really nourishing um, experience to detox through eating and through doing the other protocols like you had mentioned. So I think that that's cool. Yeah. I mean, we were doing smoothies that just didn't have any protein added to them, but, you know, frozen fruits and water. And, um, so we were basically juicing, but we were getting all the fiber with it as well. And I was getting messages through our group chat saying like, is this, is this the right portion? I'm like, are you still hungry? Like eat, eat however much. I chose these foods because these are foods that are nourishing your body and they're decreasing inflammation and supporting and encouraging your body to detox more effectively. Yeah. So it's absolutely a cleanse. 
that we ate the whole week through. And at the end of it, everyone had so much better, fewer cravings, or they were craving healthier foods. They weren't craving the junk food or the alcohol or whatever that they were craving, like the sugar cravings went away. So um, people just felt amazing and wanted to keep it going, which is the whole point, right? Yes, exactly. It's being able to do something that can become a lifestyle. Um, Because that's when your habits stick. That's when, you know, you can carry them through your life is when you make it a lifestyle. Okay. That was so helpful to like have that full rundown. Because like I said, in the beginning, I was like under this crazy misconception that detoxing was very restrictive, especially like fasting and like doing all these different things. It does it for me as a mom of three and I'm home with the kids, I'm running a business, I'm recording podcasts at bedtime, you know, I'm like doing a 25 million things. I'm like, there's no way in hell that I'm going to a be hungry or like have to like set up some crazy protocol, but, and I'm glad that I don't have to dry brush two to three times a day for that to be effective. Oh my gosh. Well, this was so helpful and I want people to know where can they reach you? And I know you have a goodie for a little goodie for our audience that they can go and download and start experiencing right away. So where do they go for that? Yeah. So I have a guide that walks people through five simple steps to get started with detoxing. And they are the types of habits that we've been discussing. So nothing extreme. Um, and it also breaks down those detox pathways that we were talking about. So oh, you cool. can go to my website. It is katebowser.com forward slash self-care. And you can grab that link right there. And I will put the link for that free guide in the show notes. And Kate runs a really awesome group coaching program. She just got finished with the round. So if you are all curious about detoxing and wanting to go further into that, I'll link her website in the show notes as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. That was so enlightening and I feel lighter (laughs) that I feel more capable of going out there and like really supporting myself with detoxing. So thank you. 